that's us coming in here. This is Robin Gunn on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which all day long stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal, where the good Lord, we hope he's with you down every road you roam, and sunshine and happiness follow you when you're far from home. I have a really cool show today that you're going to want to be a part of. It's MidFirst Bank Experts, and we're going to be talking about a lot of fraudulent things that can help protect you and your family. It's too bad we have this going on in our society and we have to have a whole new staff of people at banks and lots of other businesses that chase down this fraud stuff. But if we can stay on top of it with our experts, they can let us know what's around the bin or what to look out for. And that's what I love, that you guys are experts on this. I've got Sam Dewrigger. Did I do it? Yes, you did. I did it. Sam Durigger. He is in the studio along with Candler Eve. Let me tell you about both of these gentlemen and what their titles are at the MidFirst Bank. Sam Durigger, correct? Correct. Is the first vice president director of digital banking at MidFirst Bank. Does that mean you're the very first one? Yeah, yeah. The first one. Yep, yep. Banks love their titles. I learned that coming from other industries into banking. And so I'm the first VP. It's the first time I've been a first VP. So maybe someday I'll make. But it's over digital banking. Correct. Okay. And you're responsible for overseeing the digital banking experience for mid-first digital customers. That's correct. So we have mid-first customers that are brick-and-mortar customers. Yes. Maybe they don't apply for the account for online banking or for mobile banking. Mm-hmm. And so I deal with the mobile banking customer, online banking customer here at MidFirst. Okay, wonderful, which I know is growing. Absolutely growing. Oh, yeah, hugely. Sam has worked in governmental digital transformation. What is that? Well, I had a chance to work for the state of Oklahoma in okay. digital transformation under the state administration. Uh-huh. And had a fantastic time. I went from Sonic uh, to yes. the government, and we'll talk about Sonic in a second. I yeah. guess. And a really uh, interesting time. You know, there was a fifteen million dollar fund put towards digital transformation, wow. and a lot of the agencies around the state of Oklahoma are really behind. We're talking about manual processes, mm-hmm. papers being printed, scanned, mm-hmm. signed. You know, taken to different offices, and really looking at how do we make our processes better. Um, more fraud proof. That's we dealt with a lot of fraud at the government. And we'll Mm -hmm. talk about that, I think further along in our conversation. And so how do we mitigate those things with digital practices? Gotcha. And that's some of the main things I worked on. And then I worked on as, uh, when COVID hit a lot of my citizen experience projects was throttled down and I began focusing on, uh, really the COVID response. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I know we have been digital with the Oklahoma Senior Journal for about 15 years, and we skyrocketed during COVID as far as downloading of the Oklahoma Senior Journal magazine because people couldn't get out. And so I was glad we had that implemented and in place. Sam has also led the digital innovation team at Sonic, which you just brought up, and you were head of, basically led the order ahead effort across mobile web and 80,000 digital touchscreens across the U.S. That's at 3,600 Sonic drive-ins. That's right. It was one of those once-in-a-lifetime projects you got to work on, omni-channel 
and really how do we how do we get people to to use the mobile app to order ahead uh, drive up to the stall put their stall number in and the food comes right out magical experience that's amazing and you were the leader on this deal i was i worked at sonic for over five years and mm-hmm. had a chance to lead that project with over 120 people across the u.s oh my word. brazil we had teammates in oh brazil argentina and had a chance to deliver that and so it was fundamentally a game changer for sonic oh yeah inspire brands brought them a lot uh, because of that technology effort mm. and and then it was pandemic ready i mean yeah, you look at the numbers totally. for Sonic when the pandemic hit, we had everything figured out and wow. just seamless, uh, really a That's spike in, in revenue for Sonic. It's great. Fantastic. All right. Sam loves any opportunity to travel to the mountains or the beach. Gotta love that. If you go to Sardinia, Italy, you can go to ski in the morning. And go down to the beach in the I'm, afternoon. I'm taking notes right now. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah, that's a blast. With his wife and four girls, what's your wife's name and your girl's name? So we have Candace uh-huh. and then Hadassah, Amabel, Beatrice, and Sybil. Well, there you go. What are their age groups? Oh, they are nine <laughs> twins that are seven, and then a four-year-old. Watch oh out! Oh my, <laughs> I'm in it. All chicklets. I will be baby. in it for the yeah. for the rest of the next ten years. That's awesome. And you currently reside in Oklahoma City, and um, that is awesome to have you in the studio. Um, and I love the fact that you. We went. I also five years ago had a um, app. Uh, made for the Oklahoma Senior Journal. Candler Eve is the director of the enterprise fraud with MidFirst Bank. Am I saying that right? Yes, you are. Okay. When we come back, I'm going to continue to tell you about him. We only have a minute now, so we're going to go pay for some air real estate here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal, 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with this fantastic show that will help protect you against fraud. Are you seeing constant changes with your seniors from loneliness to housework not getting done? Medications not being taken or constant falls with limited supervision for your mom, dad, or even grandma? The effects of your aging loved ones can no longer be ignored. Don't worry. Synergy Home Care is here to help. We offer services from hourly care to around-the-clock compassionate care. We can help with meal preparation, escort to appointments, medication reminders, bathing assistance, housekeeping, and much, much more. Call Synergy Home Home care now at 405-254-3046 for more information about our in-home complete RN assessment. Our nurse will customize a care plan specific for the care of your loved one to give you the peace of mind that they are getting the care they need. Call Synergy Home Care today at 405-254-3046. That number is 405-254-3046. You can also check us out at Synergy Home Care OKC. Synergy Home Care, there when you need us. Hi, this is Angel Myers. I'm the owner of the Event House, as seen on HGTV's House Hunters. Well, I would like to invite you to come to see my house, the Event House. If you're looking to host an event on a lakefront property, our Event House was designed to host all your events from birthday, graduation, retirement parties to corporate meetings, maybe even a girls' night out, or have your family reunion in the backyard by the lake or the pool. For more information about the Event House, either call or email me, 405-850-3025, or angelmyers67 at iCloud.com. 
Hey, also come see my other house, the Angel House. It's an independent residential share home for 40 plus, 50 plus. We are now open. If you're looking to shed the burden of home ownership without giving up your comfortable way of life, it's waterfront, it's your own home, come see us. For more information, Angel Myers, 405-850-3025. You can email me at angelmyers67 at iCloud.com. Once again, for more information about the Event House or the Angel House, please call me in Oklahoma City at 405-850-3025. You can email me also at angelmyers67 at iCloud.com. I'm so looking forward to meeting you. You're probably like most people. You're doing the things you have to do now so you can enjoy a carefree life in the future. Family vacations, exploring the countryside in an RV, celebrating birthday parties with your grandkids. But what if life happens and a parent or your spouse need to move into a senior housing community? What kind of community do you need? Can you afford it financially? Where will it be located? Will the place you think offer the level of health care for your loved one? If you're intimidated by the unknowns and you have no idea what direction to go, Aero Senior Living Advisors was designed to navigate our clients and their families through the overwhelming process of researching and selecting the right senior living community. Our strong team of advisors offer market knowledge and senior living expertise with a personal touch. It starts with a personal conversation. This allows us to better understand your current situation, your health care needs, budget, geographic preference. Aero will utilize our proprietary technology called Directions to provide the top two or three options that best fit your needs. We'll provide a detailed description of each community. You decide which places you'd like to see. Aero will coordinate tours of your preferred options, and we are happy to take the tours with you. We can help you identify the best parts of each place. Aero can provide resources to make a smooth and seamless transition. The Aero service is 100% free to you. Our goal is to help reduce your stress and help you make the right decision the first time. You don't have to do this alone. Aero Senior Living Advisors. Call 405-486-9976. Email info at aeroseniouradvisors.com. Take a look at our website, aeroseniouradvisors.com. Hey, everybody. This is Rick Hadrava, Managing Director of Scissortail Wealth Management here in Oklahoma City. Hey, listen. Every Monday morning, I send out a report called the Energy Stat of the Week and More. It's a weekly email that covers the energy sector. We share charts, thoughts, insights from experts, interesting things all around the world, and a whole lot of other things. If you're interested in receiving this free weekly email, just email me. That's all you have to do. Email me at rick, R-I-C-K, at scissortailwealth.com. That's scissortail, S-C-I-S-S-O-R-T-A-I-L-W-E-A-L-T-H.com. And just let me know that you would like to sign up. We do that. You'll be on our list and receive every Monday our energy stat of the week and more. Also, not confident that your current portfolio is positioned to meet your objectives or whether what might lie ahead? Give us a call. We'll give you a free, no obligation second opinion from one of the financial advisors on our team at Scissortail Wealth Management. Simply email Madison Liley, that's Madison, M-A-D-I-S-O-N dot L-I-L-E-Y at scissortailwealth.com. Let them know that you would like a second opinion or give us a call at 405-960-3100. That number again, 405-960-3100. Embrace the art of living at Ellison Independent Living of Statesman Club. Located on Vineyard Boulevard, our charming independent living community offers active seniors the opportunity to live their retirement years right near tranquil Lake Hefner. Enjoy all that the city has to offer while being tucked away in a friendly community with a vibrant atmosphere. From taking a dip in our indoor pool, to enjoying chef-prepared meals with friends in our dining room, to participating in a wide variety of planned activities and events, you'll love living here and being part of our Ellison family. To schedule your tour, visit us online at ellisonstatesmanclub.com or call us at 405-883-4617. Again, call 405-883-4617 to schedule your tour today. For 
success. This is Robin Gunn. I am your hostess, also the editor and publisher of the Oklahoma Senior Journal Magazine. You are listening to us on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for Oklahoma Senior Journal. We're at 650 locations in the 405 area code. So go pick up one of the Oklahoma Senior Journal Magazine's pure resources for the 50-plus in your family. Uh, We help the baby boomers, uh, adult children of baby boomers, uh, the greatest generation. We are known for bringing resources to that age group to help aging well happen in your life and one of the articles from mid first bank and it's going to be on fraud so they're actually doing an article on that so i'm so excited to have them on the show talking more about that so right before we took a break i was talking to candler eve he is the director of enterprise fraud with mid first bank did i say everything correct you got it okay good he has worked in various fraud positions for the last 14 years you You've seen it all. I've seen a lot. I bet. Yep. Oh, my word. I have some crazy stories. <laughs> I we'll guarantee you do. <laughs> I know you do. In uh, financial institutes and around, around the country, including Chase Bank. Now, I've never heard of this bank, but it's in Ohio called Five Third. The Third Bank. Fifth they're third. a super regional bank, so they're actually a top 20 bank. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure there's some listeners out there that know of this. Sure. And then the First Financial Bank also. He holds a Bachelor of Science in Economics and a Master's in Business Administration from Ohio State University. He currently resides in Edmond with his wife and three kids. you got to give them a shout-out. What's your wife's name? My wife's name is Colleen. Colleen. And I have Savannah, who's 11, uh-huh. and then Cece, who is uh, 8, and then Sam, who is 5. Awesome. Okay. You guys are procreate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Candler. Fraud during the pandemic. I know it was rampant, and so what did y'all see at the bank, and what changed, and what did fraudsters, as we like to call them, fraudsters, what did they do? Yeah, so it was a very interesting time uh, during the pandemic. Particularly for fraud, you know, I, I think one of the most interesting moments that I had in uh, the during the pandemic, my wife and I had to go get some ca- gas for the vehicle, uh-huh. and I remember it being around ninety cents a gallon. Yeah, was <clears throat> at the time uh, something that I was like, "Wow, what is going on? <laughs> What's happening?" So at uh-huh. that time, a lot of places were just shut down. Yeah. Well, when things are shut down, that uh, also eliminates. Fraud because uh, mm. things are just not there. Mm. So you know, fraudsters they they got to make their money. So what do they do? Where do they get the supply? So mm-hmm. their supply became uh, a couple things. One was scamming people, mm-hmm. uh, and two, and it's usually a combination of both, uh, government programs. Oh wow! Um, huh. So uh, the government had to respond. They spun up a lot of different. Various uh, help for folks, unemployment mm-hmm. uh, was extended. So fraudsters took this as an opportunity, but they also took the opportunity to try to scam folks, particularly during a pandemic when uh, they already prey upon the elderly. Yes. They prey upon <laughs> folks that are emotionally compromised. Mm-hmm. They prey upon folks that uh, are having uh, financial problems. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That pool of people who meet those categories just mm-hmm. exploded during the pandemic. Wow. 
Um, so, you know, this caused a real, uh, just a large amount of fraud very quickly. Well, so give me some examples of those frauds. Sure. So, man, there there were some interesting things I've not seen before, new things. Uh-huh. Um, so I tell you, one thing that targeted the elderly that I was um, maybe surprised by, maybe mm. not, but the amount of romance scams that I yes. saw. So, uh, you know, isolation, people mm-hmm. get lonely. Yes. Uh, particularly when a virus like this strikes, the mm-hmm. it really targets the elderly. Right. Well, fraudsters know that uh, folks, they all want that kind of connection. Yes. Um, so we had quite a few fraudsters on dating sites, that, particularly for the wow. uh, folks that are 50 plus, mm. um, where they were convincing people to open accounts for them, to wow. move funds for them, quite a few different things. And people are just doing it. Well, so... <laughs> You do it when you're um, maybe not in the right state of mind. mind. Uh, right. You're 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 lonely, and unfortunately, your brain plays some tricks on you. And once you're going to do anything for that, uh, and you're isolated you're, most of the time. Yeah, during the pandemic, you're isolated, and you're looking for anything to connect with. I know. Um, Therapists have told me that they've skyrocketed. People that have never been to therapy in their life That's right. are going to therapy. Yeah, we. I mean, the other things that we're seeing were, of course, folks are, uh, there's a problem with the economy at that point. There's a mm-hmm. problem with people having jobs. Mm-hmm. So everyone's nervous and scared. So we had instances of, of folks who were approached through social media mm-hmm. um, saying, Hey, the, I know you haven't gotten your unemployment yet here. We're going to get you your benefits. Uh, we're a company that helps you get the benefits, um, which is just not true. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you have to send the money up front. Yeah. So what happens in a lot of these cases, we saw people opening accounts thinking that they were going to get legitimate unemployment. Of course, then the unemployment comes in someone else's name. Mm. They're asked to send some funds to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it becomes a big issue. Right. Uh, and all stemming from a period in time where um, people's judgment, a little bit, a little bit compromised just because of the, the nature of the situation. Right. Definitely. And I know um, on this employment thing, um, there was a, a insurance agent that was a friend of mine that he had his name stolen over seven or eight times. That was constant, he said. And, yeah, yeah. and to untie that, go ahead. Yeah, my, we, my family runs a small business, and so we got uh, letters in the mail um, at least four or five every week. Mm-hmm. Um, people who never worked at our shop oh that were trying to file unemployment <laughs> claims against our shop. And if you talk to a lot of small business owners, that happened to everyone. Yeah. Uh, and so when we say fraud is rampant, you know, the, the fraudsters are trying every way they can, taking identities uh, and trying to get those across many small, small businesses. And so those details are really important of making sure that the small businesses then take advantage of the program the government right. gives you to but that's a lot of work for the small business owner as well. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about a, a compounding problem across yes. the way. And then I would say that, you know, we've, we've got a lot of gaming going on too. Cause when a person first steps in, it seems very easy. 
And then all of a sudden, oh, if you do this one other thing. That one other thing. Oh, can you please do this real quick? Mm -hmm. And if you do this, we'll then give you the money and it'll come right into your Mm -hmm. account. But by the time you've done the two or three things previous, the account is no longer yours. Mm -hmm. You might see that money, but you have no control over it. And some of that is what happens. It's a gaming um, by the fraudsters on the people that either aren't paying attention or are desperate. Uh, Right. You know, digital makes it really easy a lot of times. Yeah. Very much. And at the same time, to Sam's point, you know, the the government at the time was trying to get money out there into the economy. Yes. And sometimes that can be to the sacrifice of, of controls mm. of, hey, how do we absolutely understand that uh, the person who's applying is this person? Yeah. Because at the time it was extremely desperate. Uh-huh. So, you know, I, it was a... Uh, interesting, weird combination of things mm-hmm. that also allowed uh, fraud to explode, particularly on the scam side, mm-hmm. where fraudsters were going after people. Wow. Uh-uh. You guys saw it all. Um, so government programs uh, attract fraudsters. That's what you've been saying. So, the, yeah. So what happens is, of course, Congress and whatnot try to get a program pushed through pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, to the credit of those individuals working in those programs, they're trying to get it up and running for, mm-hmm. for the masses. Unfortunately, what happens with that is, um, you know, there's a risk reward. Okay. What do we do? How do we get it fast enough? And sometimes fraud controls are, can, can be a little bit lax. Uh, it goes back to the digital transformation work that we were doing at the state before the pandemic. Uh, Ultimately, you have a lot of government programs that are still run on paper, not able to efficiently identify the bad actors yeah. that are trying to game the system yeah. and ultimately pushing on the small business owners to take responsibility to say, hey, that person does never worked here and and let report that so we can then not send the money or uh-huh. grab that money back. Okay. And it, so it's a full responsibility of that life cycle across all small businesses and government. Well, we've got to take a break. We're coming back with they've got more information. I've got more questions here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour. Which, guys, what does OSJ stand for? Oklahoma Senior Journal. <laughs> That's good. Handler to the rescue. We'll be right back. That's us, baby, coming right back in here. This is Robin Gunn. You are listening to us on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which Candler uh, let us know stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal. You can go and look at the Oklahoma Senior Journal digitally also. Uh, if you go to OKSeniorJournal.com, all like it's one word, OKSeniorJournal.com, we are there. You can download us. You can print things off. You can zoom in, zoom out. So it's a great avenue for you. If you don't have an Oklahoma Senior Journal, you can always look at the magazine online as well as through our app. And during this radio show, you will hear how to download the Oklahoma Senior Journal app. So let's get back over here to Sam. He is the first vice president director of digital banking at MidFirst. And uh, he's um, so reading communications from your bank is important, of course. Right. I think that we all get a lot of letters. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure uh, we don't throw away the letters from our bank. (laughs) I think that's (laughs) probably the most important thing. (laughs) 
Um, okay, good. But we get a lot of emails too. Okay. And we get emails from our bank and those are normally pretty important. Yes. Um, and I think what we're trying to say is, you know, the things that we send relate to your account, your transactions, all the history, that's important. File that away. But we also send out um, things that relate to how to protect your account. Hmm. And that's the part that, you know, scams are ever changing. And so when we send out those types of emails and, and letters, and then with our digital bank, mm-hmm. uh, Monify, which is fully digital, we have ways in which to send push notifications mm-hmm. or alerts yes, or front page alerts on the websites. Mm-hmm. Those are in places where we can say to the customer, hey, this is a new scam out there. Wow, Be aware, pay attention. Cool. Uh, don't do this. Don't right. switch your credentials to somebody else's credentials. Mm. Be careful who you share your account with. Yeah. Be careful who your joint owner is. Make sure you know them. Mm. So all those things are in the communications that we send to our customers, and it's important that um, we really take a look at those because they are ever-changing, yes. as Candler talked about before. Mm-hmm. As fraudsters are always finding ways to uh, be better at what they do. Exactly. And you guys have to stay just right on top of that, too. I mean, is this just constantly a cat-and-mouse game? So, I mean, it is absolutely a cat and mouse game, and we're always finding uh, new things. And the important part here with with these sort of things is shining a light on it. Yes, absolutely. As people become more familiar, as they become more vigilant, we can can kind of – we can stop these scams. Mm Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and just by keeping your customer informed, right. you know, that j- just doing that alone, edu- I mean, education is power and we don't, we're, you know, the honest Joe that's sitting around no more thinks the way these people do yeah. at all. You're right. And <laughs> let, let me share with you just some interesting scams that are happening. So right now, one, okay. right now one that has popped up uh, that is unique. Um, so the fraudster knows that. That as uh, banks across the country, we will send uh, text messages saying, hey, did you do this transaction? Mm. Is this you? Fraudsters have gotten savvy with that. Uh, what they will attempt to do is, and I'll take Sam here, for example. Mm-hmm. So as a fraudster, I'll send a text to Sam, say, hey, Sam, um, there was a $500 charge, and I'll, I'll make up something. To- All right. Puerto Rico. Uh-huh. Sam, where are you doing in Puerto Rico? Um, did, did you do this? Uh-huh. And, of course, Sam, it's almost reflex now because you do get those alerts. Uh-huh. And it'll be like, no, no, text back. And then the response from the fraudster will be, an agent will be calling you. So, of course, the agent that's calling him is the fraudster. Now, there's going to be a difference here. They're going to ask some, for some information that we just wouldn't yes, ask, ask for. for. So things that folks need to be aware of is we're not going to ask you for your username and uh-huh. password to right. your online credentials. As a bank, we just won't do that. That's sacred information. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but a fraudster is going to be they're going to pose and say, hey, you know, Sam, um, to authenticate you further so that mm. you, you are secure, <laughs> let, give me your username and password. You know, Sam would provide mm-hmm. that. Of course, the Sam would, would never would, do that. Yeah. He's two in the know. Yeah. Uh, How would you approach him, Sam, when you know it's a fraudster? I think you ignore it. I, I think you just ignore hang, it. You hang, hang up. up. Um, answer back. Yeah, or don't answer back at all on text, you know. Mm. Don't click on any links. That's the important mm. part. Yes, Is all these yeah. links. And if, and if you be very specific on what the link is, it needs to go to you know, midfirst.com, your bank's URL. Mm. Um, be very aware of what URL you're clicking on. And I think those types of things that are, yeah, really detail-oriented, when we're talking about our money, 
probably need to think about what we're clicking on, think about how we're responding to it. Mm-hmm. And and rarely are we going to call a customer and ask for that information. Right. Even if somebody does call you, it's okay to say, hey, give me your number, let me call you call back. Call you back. Or let me just call the mid-first helpline and I'll initiate it. That's awesome. You're initiating it. You can then ask the questions and it puts you in a bit of a, a power power uh, place mm-hmm. where you're above that and you're asking asking the questions of what's going on yeah. here instead of being so reactive and flustered. Yes, very good. Love it. Um, so let's, you, you mentioned um, romance scams. I don't know if you want to go into some more detail with that. Yeah, I mean, so what they're going to do here with your username and, and password on the scam mm-hmm. is they will come in, they will put in your information while you're on the phone with them. Mm. Um, they'll actually, a lot of times, particularly with our technology, you'll have uh, one-time passcodes that pop up. They'll, they may even ask you for that. So hmm. to, to Sam's point, if the hairs on the back of your neck start sticking up, <laughs> yeah. just stop talking yeah. and pick up the phone. Call mid first yeah. at a number you, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, what will happen is that someone will be able to assist you right away. That's great. Um, what will happen is if you provide all that information, the fraudster is trying to quickly get cash out, out of, your of your account. Quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's that been a big one where folks get uh, tricked into that because sure. basically the fraudster is writing a known rail or a known process and then just twisting it just mm-hmm. 25 degrees um, so that people fall for it. The last one that I would mm-hmm. probably bring up is the one that's kind of instigated on social media where they're saying, here's a sweepstakes. Here's $500. Yes. Here, yes. I'll give you 5,000 bless. And they bring a lot of a Christian connotation into it. Mm. I want to bless you with $5,000 today. Well, anybody would be excited about that, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and they, once you start interacting with them mm-hmm. or direct messages or whatever that is, and this is hitting Facebook quite a bit, mm. Instagram, we've closed down a lot of fake accounts for wow. Monify or digital brand. And, mm. and they then say, okay, to get that 5,000, I need you to set up an account with your username, password, your background checks, everything that goes through you. And then they really quickly ask you to either use this username and password, or please give me the username and password so I can deposit that money into the account. Once you give them the username and password, exactly. they have full control over the credentials. They can change all of that. And, and, it so I can, think, and it comes up right in front of them on the computer. Right. What, what do you want to say? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely agree. I mean, to Sam's point, um, on top of the social media, the blessings, uh, fraudsters know that people at during the pandemic were hurting for employment. Mm-hmm. So just because someone has a LinkedIn profile does not yeah. mean they're legitimate. Anybody can create a LinkedIn profile. So definitely we saw instances of fraudsters going to the point of creating full LinkedIn profiles, going around and trying wow. to make connections with folks just so it looks like they're adding legitimacy to uh-huh. the profile. And then they will specifically go after people that they know that are searching for jobs right? Um, and try to get them to say, hey, you know what? I need an accounts payable person, <laughs> yeah. which means that I will... Give, put money in your account, and then you're going to shuffle it around for me. Mm. So we, we call this in the fraud business a mule. A mule. So okay. when someone is basically transporting funds uh, between accounts, um, they're a mule, similar to you know drug mules. Sure. They're transporting drugs. In this case, they're transporting money mm. between accounts. So it's definitely something that has uh, become a problem. Basically, the fraudsters doing that to kind of disguise who they are. Once a fraudster gets hold of your money, is it as rare as hen's teeth to get it back? 
<laughs> so in a lot of these cases, uh, the fraudsters are using you as um, between folks getting the illicit funds from the government or somewhere else mm-hmm. and getting you mixed up in something you don't want to be mixed up in. Right on. So definitely the bank has definitely you want to work with your bank when you may have thought that you might have been scammed. Right. Uh, you want to contact us uh, almost immediately. immediately. <laughs> yeah. Because we want to make sure we get that lockdown and mm-hmm. that we help you as quickly as we can. Yeah. Hallelujah. And that's what this whole entire department that you have to have, this fraud department, that's what y'all are out there doing every day. So we have many people that are here to assist folks and try to understand what's going on. And anyone can help you get your account uh, locked down and secure. Okay. And can people just call and come to the bank and go, hey, just educate me? Absolutely. So we have any of our branches. You could call any contact line. Someone will be able to assist you and help you. That's great. Okay. We're going to take another break. But when we come back, we want to figure out what Zell scam. Okay. We're coming back with the Zell scam here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for Oklahoma, Oklahoma Senior, Senior Journal. Journal. Hallelujah. 96.9 FM. At the premier provider of in-home senior care, our mission is to ensure a better quality of life for our clients and their families by providing dependable and affordable care. You want the very best to help your loved ones, someone you can trust. At Senior Helpers, our caregivers are not just certified in Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's care, but they can also help with light therapeutic exercise, home safety and fall prevention, transportation assistance, medication management, and even the simple things like fresh meal prep and personal care and companionship. Of course, each has also passed a thorough background check. That is senior care, only better. Senior Helpers is not just one of the best-known in-home care providers. We are also an industry leader in the field of Alzheimer's and dementia care. Give Lori or Tamara a call at Senior Helpers right here in Oklahoma City at 405-608-4339. Are you a member of the 50-plus crowd looking for an opportunity to travel, learn, and make new friends? Ollie is your answer. The OSHA Lifelong Learning Institute is a program offered by OSU for folks who want to stay curious about life. Classes meet in Stillwater, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Bartlesville, as well as online. Ali offers a variety of exciting courses. Some of these offerings include genealogy, games, town hall, Oklahoma geography, acrylics, history of the American West, and so many more. You must be an Ali member to enroll. Memberships run through July 1st to June 30th and include fall, spring, and summer sessions. Scholarships are available. Don't wait. For more information, visit our website, ollie.okstate.edu, or call 405-744-5868. Remember, learning never retires. When you're considering a move to a retirement community for yourself or a loved one, you want to find a community that cares. Bellagio Senior Living offers great services at convenient locations in Edmond and Oklahoma City with caring staff and great residents. Some of our families and residents say, this place has everything we needed. The administration is so caring. The neighbors we met were just delightful. Bellagio of Bradford Village is an independent and assisted living community located near Danforth and Boulevard in Edmond, a two-time recipient 
recipient of the Pinnacle Customer Experience Award, Villaggio of Bradford Village provides outstanding services and care to seniors in our area. Villaggio of Oklahoma City offers assisted living and memory care services conveniently located at Portland and Memorial. For more information, visit VillaggioLiving.com or call 405-697-0890. 405-697-0890. Well, hello there. This is Robin Gunn, the publisher and editor of the Oklahoma Senior Journal Magazine and on-air host with Freedom 96.9 coming to you every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. We're so proud to be able to bring you these programs, but there's something else we're very proud about. We added an app. So the Oklahoma Senior Journal now has an app you can put right on your smartphone. And let me tell you how to do that because it's easy. All you need to do is pull up your phone exactly like you're going to send a text. And in that two line where you would normally put someone's name, or phone number, you put these numbers, 95577. That's 95577. And it'll automatically separate and put a dash in there, and that's okay. And then down in the message part of your text, type this, all like it's one word, 50PLUS, 50PLUS, 50 plus. Then hit the send button, and you'll automatically get a link that will allow you to download the Oklahoma Senior Journal right on your phone. Now, how great is that? You'll be able to listen to all these radio shows. We have a find your car, like if you park your car in a location, it'll put a pin in it. It'll walk you back to your car. All of the Oklahoma Senior Journal issues are on there, videos, and a myriad of other 15 options that are available on the app. So please download the Oklahoma Senior Journal app today. This is us, Robin Gunn, coming in here where we always are feeling forever young between our two ears, no matter what our bodies may tell us. Um, I still feel like I'm about 18 years old and between my ears. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. I remember my grandpa telling me that when I was really young and I was never understood it, but I do now. <laughs> Uh, So before we uh, took our segue uh, to the commercial land, uh, there's a scam out there called Zill. So it's actually the the payment product itself is Zill, and Zill is a great tool. So uh, it's an opportunity. So you may have heard of Cash App. Yes, I have heard of Cash App, but I haven't heard of this Zill. So Zill is uh, between banks. So it provides me a way, let's say Sam and I go to lunch, Hmm. uh, which has happened before and mm-hmm. I need to pay them mm-hmm. for the meal, I can sell those funds uh, in, in real time to him. Okay. So that p- provides a great avenue. And sure. uh, Zelle is extremely secure on its own. But the problem is that fraudsters are specifically targeting people to try to get funds out of their account through Zelle because it's so fast. Uh, um, so, you know, what I talked about before with the, the uh, text messages um, sometimes fraudsters will call people directly. Mm. Um, there is one big scam and it's kind of, kind of funny. So <laughs> we, we tend to call it the frisky kitty scam. Frisky kitty. Okay. <laughs> so, so what we're seeing fraudsters do is they're putting out on uh, social media, other posting sites that, Hey, I'm selling either cats wow. or dogs. I've heard from another bank. Sometimes they're blankets. I mean, really anything. And they'll say, Hey, to get this product. You need to sell me the funds. Um, what the fraudster knows is that, hey, there's no way to get those funds back once you do it. 
So for for a customer, what they need to understand is you need to know who you're paying. Yes. You need to understand what what is happening. Um, I would not recommend using that product right. product if you don't know who that is mm-hmm. or what what they're uh, what they're about. Yeah. Uh, don't even do the cash app kind of stuff. Well, so I. It, just one thing real quickly here is that Zelle, uh, Apple Pay, these products are extremely secure. Mm-hmm. You just really have to know who you're paying. Who you're paying. <laughs> exactly. And that's with with really anything. It's your money. Yeah. You need to make sure that uh, uh, you're doing as much diligence as you can. Okay, cool. What were you wanting to say, Sam? I went to go visit PayPal's headquarters a few years back when we were implementing okay. some of our digital payment systems at Sonic mm-hmm. and... What I realized quite quickly is PayPal is not necessarily a money movement company. Uh, they're really an identity and fraud prevention company. Wow. And their facilities are set up in, in which they are tracking payments, people, who you are, are you are you who you say you are, mm-hmm. et cetera. I mean, it, was, it blew my mind. Wow. The way in which PayPal thinks about moving money and, and banks are beginning to take all those take same types on. of mm-hmm. uh, initiation into their payment, into their fraud teams, mm-hmm. and, and we're the benefit of that from a bank standpoint because sure. Candler comes in implements those same types of ideas um, with our staff and with our teams and with our bank um, our bank teammates and that's where we're going to see success is when everybody's on the same page of what's coming in the door and how we Absolutely, can avoid it. Yeah. And that's what I use through the OSJ. I have a lot of clients pay through PayPal. Um, and then just the old-fashioned check. <laughs> and, and you mentioned the check. And I think here's an important point is banks get a lot of uh, heat on hold times. Yes, Why are you holding our money? Yes, Digital yes. banks as well. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're holding the money, and maybe the reason the hold has ex- uh, increased over the pandemic, is because we're trying to figure out, are you who you mm-hmm. say you are? Is this your money? And we're doing all of our checks in the day two processes. Okay. And I think that's the important point. We, we, we want a seamless real-time payment uh, mm-hmm. transaction. That would be mm-hmm. great. It would be great mm-hmm. for all of us if we can trust, like Candler said, who the other person you're sending the money to is. Right. But in case you don't, right. we have to protect, protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, these processes, these hold times protects us, but it also protects the customer. There you go. And so if you have a five-day hold on a check or a five-day hold on external transfer. They're checking everything out. We're making sure it's legitimate. That's very good. Go ahead. You know, what I'll say is that um, there's a lot more secure products out there than, than checks. I, I would strongly <laughs> encourage you to use your debit card yeah. or uh, Zelle payment or Apple Pay or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's more protections in place. Um, boy, you know, we, we do review a massive amount of checks each day trying to protect folks. Um, and I think we do a pretty good job at that. Um, but from a, just a personal standpoint with folks, uh, checks in general, boy, I'm giving my routing account number to whoever I'm getting that check to. Yeah. Um, boy, that is a direct path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if there's another option to, to pay, I, I would probably go I would, do that. Uh, no. That's good. That's a good word. Um, so t- Sam, tell me about the mobile app. Can How does that empower you and how is that secure? Yeah, really, we're talking about knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. And the mobile app helps us with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Take, for instance, when we're onboarding a customer, if we onboard via a mobile app, uh, like in our DigiBank Monify, um, we know device type, what service that device is coming from. Is it a mobile phone? Is it a landline? We actually don't allow landlines on our mobile banking onboarding. We want it to be mobile because we want to know who you are. Mm. Is it plugged in? Uh, Is it not plugged in? Well, why why are you asking? Why are you trying to find out if it's plugged in? 
plugged in or not. Mm. Well, we know that a lot of the scammers and fraudsters have device farms, and Ken can talk a little bit about that, that have all these different phones plugged in, and they're running constantly to try and get different wow. accounts spun up. And so it's a higher fraud score. And without giving away the, the fraud playbook, uh, there's a lot of things that we're looking at that if we do it via the mobile device, via the mobile app, mm. we know who you are. Yeah. It's just one other step that makes it more secure mm. for you to have a relationship with us and for us to have a, a trusting relationship with you, the customer. Okay. Yes. I, I would absolutely say that. Boy, the, the mobile app, we, we talked about empowerment, right? Mm-hmm. You need to know the kind of scams that are going on. That's part of the reason why we're here. Yeah. But you also need to ha- understand what's going on with your own account and monitor that. Absolutely. And, and that mobile app empowers you to very quickly check what's going on. Hmm. Um, and and that, that kind of empowerment, that kind of knowledge helps you um, in case there is an issue with your account. So you know who to contact quickly. Gotcha. Perfect. Okay. I'm not watching my hand signals today for my producer. <laughs> this is so interesting to me. Okay. We will be back. This uh, is our shortest break. And I'm gonna. we're going to be giving out all kinds of information on how you can get a hold of MidFirst Bank. Even if you don't bank with them, that doesn't matter to them. They just want to be and they want to inform. But we want you to bank with men first, too. <laughs> and uh, who am I? I'm Robin Gunn, and I'm on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for... Oklahoma Senior Sam. Journal. There you go, Sam. We'll be right back. This is just a minute break, so have your pen and paper ready. This is Robin Gunn. We've been talking to MidFirst Bank experts today on fraud. I've had Sam Duraker and then Candler Eve. I want you guys to just wrap up what you think we need to know for the end of the show. I would say from a mobile app standpoint, if you're onboarding, if you want to create a new mobile banking account, I would really strongly encourage you to do that because it is safer in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you're going to experience new onboarding that you haven't seen before. We might ask you for a selfie to match to a driver's license. Mm. We might send you a text message with the number that you have to input. These are all the ways that we use to make sure it's your device, you are who you say you are, and we can then create an account uh, and get it through our systems as fast as possible. Because we want a seamless onboarding experience for our customers. We want it to be easy. Yeah, and is this something that people would come in for to set up a mobile app, or can they do it right on their computer? Right from their computer is where we want you to do that, or phone, mobile device, and to open up an account with MidFirst or modify our digital bank. Candler? To Sam's point, we ask for certain things to make sure fraud is prevented. Mm-hmm. One thing I'd encourage you to do, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners have seen where the app itself is asking about GPS and saying, hey, do you want to allow this to happen? Mm-hmm. I'd say absolutely allow that. Mm. All we're doing with that information is trying to ensure that you're protected. And closing here, there, there's a couple things that you should never give out to folks. We talked about username and password. Yes. You should never give out your full debit card and PIN combination. You'd be surprised how many people will just do that. Just give that, that out. They just hand that right out. Don't do that. Mm-mm. If you feel uncomfortable, yeah. hang just up call the phone. Your bank. Uh, call your bank directly. Exactly. That's good. So give us some phone numbers and uh, maybe a website. Need to contact us. You can go to midfirst.com. Uh, there's a whole contact section where you can actually look at phone numbers and emails and whatnot. If you want to get a hold of me personally to chat fraud, mm-hmm. happy to do that. That is candler.com. 
Eve at midfirst.com. You got to spell your name. C-A-N as in Nancy, D as in David, L-E-R dot Eve, just like Christmas Eve at midfirst.com. Just like Christmas Eve. Okay, Sam. We need to know who you are, mm-hmm. and, but you also need to protect yourself. And as long as you're taking that mindset when you're talking about your money and your financial accounts, we're going to be all good. I love it. Thank you guys for being on. This is very informational. We will see you next week. We've got a hospice house coming in next week, Agape Road. This is MidFirst Bank talking to us all about fraud. Would you give out your phone number at MidFirst? 405-717-3939. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate you both being on, and we will see you next week here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour. Thank you so much. Robin Gunn out of here bringing you the best magazine in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma Senior Journal.